0: Welcome to the Claim Your Space Podcast. I am your host, Belinda Aramity, and I share my experiences as a multi six-figure business owner and coach so that you too can learn how to build a business in alignment with how you want to live your life. If you're tired of hustle culture and ready to start saying yes to dreaming big and achieving even bigger, then this is the podcast for you. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode. Really, really excited about this one because we're gonna be talking about buyer types and how to convert them. So I'm really trying to add a lot more sales content into this podcast because sales is really the nucleus of everything that I do in business. I believe that people who know how to sell are empowered. And when you are empowered, you can make your business as big or as medium-sized, or as small as you want to, but you get to control exactly how it is and exactly how it looks and what form and shape that it takes. I think one of the fundamental skills that every single entrepreneur needs to have outside of their zone of genius is the ability to sell. You don't have to be the one selling all the time, but you need to know how to be able to sell your own product and services. So this episode is designed to help you do that very thing. And for those of you who haven't taken the journey back into some of my OG episodes, there's, there's tons of sales focused content in there. Now, don't worry, I'm still going to do mindset stuff. I'm still going to talk about business development. I'm still going to talk about personal branding. I think the next couple of episodes, I'm going to be talking about personal branding as well. But if you came here because you love sales content, then I'm happy to let you know the sales content is coming back with a vengeance. I don't really know where it went. There wasn't really a rhyme or reason for it, but in working on our content schedule, I know that my lovely Christina is going to make sure that at least once a month, if not twice a month, I'm going to be talking about sales. Without further ado, let's talk about buyer types and how to convert them. Okay. So I'm not going to talk about the traditional buyer types that you're going to see when you go into Google, because that's boring. And you can just go to Google. I'm going to talk about the way that I see different biotypes and I think that it's easier and simpler to grasp, okay? So there are one two, three, four types that I've written down here. And the first one is, this is the now buyer. This is one who's got cash in hand, you know, gone into the grocery store and they're like, I need cabbage. And now they're just going, they're making a beeline for the cabbage. And like, this is exactly what it is that I want. And I'm going to buy today because whatever I'm making for dinner tonight involves cabbage. So that's the now buyer. They're pretty simple. They make it very clear that I am looking to make a decision. I'm not sure who or exactly what type of cabbage I'm going to buy, or what kind of coach I am going to work with, or what kind of course I'm going to purchase. But I know that this is the season to buy, and I've got the money, and I'm ready to do and make that investment. Okay, then there's the I'm unsure, and I'm collecting information buyer. So that's someone who could make the investment, but they haven't necessarily decided whether or not they want to pull the trigger and make the purchase yet. They're very interesting because they can really sway either way. If you will have really strong sales skills, you can sway them into the direction of making a decision now. But they can also, depending on their personality style, you don't want to push too hard because sometimes the unsure person has more of an amiable personality type and If you push too hard, you can end up actually losing the sale, not today, because they were unsure anyways, but even sometime in the future, because you come off as unnecessarily aggressive and pushy, and these buyers don't like that. I like to think of myself as that buyer when I go into luxury stores. I have the ability to buy almost anything that I want when I go into them. Well, I'm saying like, let's be reasonable here, you know, within the few thousand dollar range, right? I have the ability to, but I'm just here because I'm here. If you are too pushy and you want to like force me into buying something today, then I shut down and I'm like, you could have had a sale, but you didn't because you had sales breath. Now, sales breath is a term that I haven't used in so long. But sales breath is essentially the idea that you can sense how hungry the person is to make the sale. You know, we've all been in, it's not just luxury stores. We see it in stores where there's any sort of commission or quota that the person has to hit, where they're like literally following you around the store, you're heading towards a shirt and they want to grab it and show you and explain all these details. And you're like, can we have a personal bubble here, please? So that's the second buyer type the I'm unsure and I'm just collecting some information buyer. Then there is the not in your wildest dreams buyer. So this is the buyer where no matter what you say, no matter what your offers are available, no matter what you do, no matter who you create as a guest speaker in your group coaching program, they're never going to buy from you. They have their reasons, but they're just never going to buy. And it may just be like, there's just never going to be a fit. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm looking for an orthodontist and you're a heart surgeon, you know? not in your wildest dreams. I'm not looking for a heart surgeon right now. And I hope to never need you. Right. And the last buyer type is the not now, but potentially sometime in the future buyer. Okay. So there's someone who at the beginning of the conversation, they're like, you know, there's, there's a potential, right? But it's just, uh, very much not now. So it's diff- it's a very subtle difference from the second buyer I talked about, which is I'm unsure and I'm just collecting information buyer. They know that now is not the time that they're looking to make an investment, right? Whether it's buying the bag or booking the flight for the exotic trip, because maybe they don't have the money right now, or maybe they do have the money, but it's tied in something else. But they're willing to have a conversation. They're curious because they're the kind of person who, once it is available, they want to know what they're going to do and exactly what direction they want to take. With this person, you don't want to push because just like the second buyer type, the unsure buyer type, you can leave a very negative taste in their mouth. You want to be very easy, very chill. You don't want to make it a contentious conversation in any way, shape or form you just want to meet them where they are. And that's the biggest piece of advice. Like if you get nothing else out of this episode, it's this. Meet your buyers where they are in their journey. Because that is what's wrong with what I call quote unquote traditional sales, which outside of everything, like everything is wrong with traditional sales in general. I'm being a little dramatic. But it's the fact that it's agenda driven, it's aggressive, it ignores where people are in their journey, and it ignores what people are actively and actually saying to you. It's assumptive instead of curious. And you want to meet people where they are in their journey. And that's why people typically hate sales and why they hate doing it, because they think that they need to be aggressive, they need to be driven, they need to ignore what people are saying to them, they need to be assumptive. When instead Modern sales is about being curious. It's about being adaptive to whomever you're talking to based on where they are in their journey and what type of buyer they are at the time that you meet them. Because you, an unsure buyer, can turn into a now buyer in six minutes, in six weeks, six months, but it all depends on their timeline. A never in your wildest dreams buyer is not going to turn into a in your wildest dreams buyer just because you are aggressive and assumptive and ignore what it is that they're saying to you. So there are three fundamental things that make people buy. And I boil it down to their timeline, their needs, and the transformation that they're looking for, right? If someone is looking for the transformation of learning how to be a graphic designer, I'm not Chigiao, Okay. I have all the respect in the world for graphic designers. I can doodle. Can I teach you how to do graphic design? Of course I can't. I cannot. And if that's the transformation that you're seeking, it doesn't matter how wonderful I am. It doesn't matter how well-priced I am in the marketplace. It doesn't matter how bougie my marketing is. It doesn't matter how luxurious my onboarding process is. If the transformation that you're looking for is learning how to be a graphic designer or learning how to be a nurse or a midwife, whatever it might be, if that's your transformation, then I'm not your gal. But if the transformation is growing your business well past the six-figure mark, if it is honing in uh, your messaging, if it is business development, if it is sales, I got you, boo, okay? So you've got to know what the transformation is that the person is looking for. You've also got to understand their needs, right? I can't force a course down your throat if what you're looking for is a one-on-one experience. And I can't force a one-on-one experience down your throat if what you're looking for is a self-paced course because you're really, really busy and you can't commit an hour. Like you're just that busy and you're weak and you're like, I need something self-paced so that I can fit it in in my schedule in 15 minute increments. And then it's also about their timeline, right? if it takes you 6 months to build a website because you're just that's just your process and i need a website done in 6 weeks we've got a timeline issue right and if i'm not looking to invest in one on one coaching for another 6 months for whatever that reason is that's my timeline and it doesn't matter how great you are how cool your onboarding process is or how much you try to convince me to get into debt in order to work with you which i think is one of the slimiest sleaziest things that people do and probably why americans are more than a trillion dollars in credit card debt It's gross because a lot of gross people in this industry are literally telling people to go into debt without a plan. But anyways, I digress, Belinda, calm down. (laughs) But, you know, people buy based on their timeline, their needs, and their transformation that they're looking for. Okay. So how do you convert people? I've been sprinkling it into as I've been talking about biotypes and what's wrong with traditional sales. You convert people by meeting them where they are. You convert people by actively listening. You convert people by paying attention to what it is that they're saying and then mirroring it back to them. So one of my favorite things to do in a sales conversation is I'll have a piece of pen and paper or I'll have like a Google Doc open on my computer and I'm taking notes. And I will reference things back to people to get clarification. And you mirror back exactly what it is that they say, because they're either going to say, hey, yes, that's exactly what I mean, or they're going to say, no, actually, this is what I meant, which is so, so incredibly valuable when people can correct or people can confirm, correct or confirm. That's how you slowly start to convert people from being the I am looking stage to the I want to commit with you stage. So another thing that you can do as you're trying to convert different buyer types is I want you to watch your body language while you're connecting with potential buyers. And notice how I say it when you're in front of a potential buyer. This is no matter what like form that you are communicating with someone. And it is particularly important when you're writing an email or you're writing a DM is I don't know how this is done, right? But People can read your energy in written text. I cannot tell you how many times people have sent me a direct message and they have said to me, I can feel the warmth in your message. When I am writing someone a message, I am literally smiling. I am looking down at my phone or I'm looking at the computer and I'm smiling and I am just pouring genuine good vibes into the conversation. When I am on a sales call with someone, I am relaxed. I am vibing before the call, I'm drinking a tea. I'm just chilling. I'm in a very relaxed but mindful position because I've noticed when I'm very stiff, it comes out in how it is that I, it comes out very robotic. You can't see me by now, but I am doing the robot, right? People can feel that in your energy delivery, right? So watch your body language while you connect with your potential future clients and make sure that it is relaxed because guess what? If you're relaxed, That's the energy that is going to be conveyed in this container space that you have, okay? So watch your body language. Another thing that I want you to keep in mind when you're thinking about converting people into potential buyers is I want you to think about when a question comes into you by direct message. So I always like to answer questions, but I will answer them very Like depending on how much information they're looking for from me, I'll answer the question. I like to answer the question or direct them to a resource. And then I like to say, you know what? I actually work with my clients one-on-one with this all the time. I am more than happy if you need a little more help. I hope this answers your question, but if you're looking for a little more one-on-one attention to go into more detail about this, I'd be more than happy to hop on a call or to suggest some of my other paid resources that can really help you with this, right? It very gently puts the ball in the other person's court for them to say, yeah, that's actually something that I've been looking for, or hey, you know what? Maybe sometime in the future, but right now I'm just looking for a free resource. But more importantly, it makes sure that people don't keep picking your brain for more information. You let them know, hey, happy to answer your question, but this is the Wednesday. This is not a open door, ask me anything, you know, sort of a deal. And if you want to give people the opportunity to pick your brain about something, absolutely, go ahead, make that available, but make it a paid offering where someone can, hey, book me for a 30-minute pick my brain session, X amount of dollars here, right? So you want to answer the question and then you want to start transitioning them into letting them know, hey, I help people with this all the time. This is how I normally do it. Okay. Another thing that you want to think about when it comes to how to convert people is you want to convert the buyer's resistance, right? So I like to address things. So a really great objection handling technique is I like to address the known objections, right? So for instance, I know that my one-on-one coaching is a solid investment. It's not chump change. Okay. So I like to say after I give the amount, I say, look, I know that this can be a significant investment for some people. So I just want you to know that I do have payment plans available if that is something that you are looking for. Or I'll say, you know, I know that some of my clients, they're worried about how they're going to be able to fit their one-on-one coaching options into you know their day-to-day life. So I just want you to know that you have the ability to book your one-on-one coaching sessions week to week so on and so forth. Okay. And the last thing that I want to suggest when it comes to how to convert your clients is, or your future clients, because they are your future clients, except for the not in your the stream buyer, but don't push instead use suggestions to persuade. Okay. So for instance, I will say, Hey, I'm not sure what is the best direction for you to take. Only you can do that. But here's my suggestion based on my experience having worked with people just like you in the past. And then now you proceed with the suggestion. But that's how you convert people, because people don't want to feel like they're being backed into a corner. I mean, think of every scenario in life when you've ever felt like you've been backed into a corner. You just want to call your way out. And that's not what you want to be making your future clients feel. You want them to feel easy. You want them to feel good. You ultimately want them to feel safe. And that's your job. Your job in the conversion process is to make your clients or your future clients feel safe with you. And how do you do that? Be chill. Be easy. Don't push. Instead, persuade. Use suggestions. Disarm your buyer's resistance. Figure out if you're understanding what it is that they're saying properly by mirroring what it is that they're saying to you and understand that what makes people buy is their timeline, their needs, and ultimately the transformation that they are looking for And a transformational match based on what it is that you have to offer. So anyways, that's it. I hope you felt the energy. I feel like this has been one of the higher energy episodes that I've recorded in a long time if you made it to the end of this episode, I would so greatly appreciate it if you took some time to leave a review, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you're taking the time to leave this episode or to leave a review of this episode or read it and share with a friend, share it on Instagram. I am so much more active on there now than I have been in the past. I am loving it. I just, you know, I'm committed to showing my face, even though I hate showing my face. (laughs) (laughs) Let me know on Instagram if you hate showing your face too, because I do. I do, but I'm doing it because I'm committed to action, daily action that helps to grow my business and really spread the message. So you're a big part of that. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. As always, I hope it was useful or helpful to you in some way. And until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye.